Limit Break Radio presents The Rogue's Den. With your esteemed host, <laughs> First Lieutenant Kahlo. He's so dreamy. Wait, what? LimitBreakRadio.com Welcome back, everyone, to the uh, next edition of The Rogue's Den. Today we're going to be covering Sergeant Major. See that? I remembered I did my homework this time. Good work. Yeah, I know. Uh, as always, I am Kahlo, and with me is my... Ever-lovely Delkin friend, Alex. Some of that's correct. Some of it's not so much. You guys can judge for yourself. Yeah, well, I mean, as much as we do make fun of you, and, you know, as much as we maybe do oppress the Galka a little bit, I... A little bit? I did kind of miss you, Velix. It, it, it's, it's been a long while. Since we've had a rogues den in God, how long has it been? Yeah, <laughs> Should we yeah. Not even, but let's move on. <laughs> well, in no, in fact, in fact, I've even composed a little poem for you. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and share it with everyone. Mm-hmm. Velix, Velix, you're so strong. Please stick to Paladin because Golka dancers are just so wrong. I love you too, Kala. There it is. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the poem that I wrote for you. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, moving past that and moving on a little bit. Um, <laughs> before we do dive right into how to uh, get promoted to Sergeant Major, I just want to go over something uh, here real quick. Um, you know, we've been taking this listener survey for a while, and, uh, you know, there, there, there have been a couple uh, uh, people who have, you know, submitted things uh, in regards to the Rogue's Den, and uh, I feel like, you know, a lot of people do like it. Maybe not a lot, but a decent amount. Um, you know, especially if you look at... Uh, the survey that they had over there at the JP button, you know, I was, I was actually pretty far up there, a lot further up there than, uh, you know, I thought the Rogue's Den would be. I think a lot of people, uh, their main complaint with it is that, you know, we're not entertaining enough, Velix, you know, it's too it's too much information, right? Well, thank you. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry that, that you don't like that, but that is actually exactly what we're going for with the Rogue's Den, whereas with Limit Break Radio and... Uh, you know, other such shows, you know, they, they more try to give discussion and talk about it. Here on the Rogue's Den, what I aim for and, you know, what Velix helps me to do is not just tell you about it. You know, you usually come into the Rogue's Den with the knowledge of the event, but you don't know exactly how to do it. And that's what we like to try to achieve here is to give you more of a straightforward, to the point, walkthrough on how to achieve said objective. So uh, with that said, we're going to move right on into today's... Uh, topic which is sergeant major and we're going to start with the promotion for sergeant major which is definitely one of the more task oriented quests Velix, why don't you get us started with uh the beginning okay this is from sergeant to sergeant major is the beginning of when the rank of quests go from easy to incredibly annoying is the the invention of the mini game rank up quests so once you have your 25 mercenary points like always you're going to go talk to Naja to start the first of the three mini-games. The first mini-game is a push-ups mini-game, if I remember correctly. Basically, uh, all these mini-games come with a trainer, so you can go through on dry runs a couple times to get the timing down. So yes, uh, all these come with little practice runs that you can practice with uh, Naja's little right-hand man, Abkuba. And uh, it's definitely a good thing to do because if you fail any of these, you have to wait till the next Vanadil day to try again. So this is definitely the easiest of the three mini games. You have three recruits that are all doing push-ups, and they have to do a certain number of push-ups. And all you have to do is count. And when it's over, you simply have to tell Abkuba 
how many push-ups they did or didn't do. So basically, if they have to do 10 of them and one of them only does 8, then you select that one. If they all did the required mount, remount, then you select none of them did. So the easiest way to do this is to grab yourself a piece of paper, write down their three names, and as they're doing push-ups, just tally them up. You shouldn't fail yep. this one. If you do, then you have to wait till the next Von Deal day in order to try again. But you should get in the habit of not failing these because in later rank-ups, it's going to cost you if you fail. <laughs> yes, they are very, very annoying. So if you manage to pass that one, no problem. Then wait till the next Von Deal day. Go talk to Naja again, and this time you get to watch the, the recruits do sit-ups. Unfortunately, there's no counting here. This time what you have to do is as they all do a sit-up and come back down to the laying position, you have to press enter to blow the whistle. Now, if you blow it at the right time, you will hear a very sharp screeching type whistle, which means it is, it is the correct time. However, if it's more of a bird chirp and sort of a low two-tone whistle, then it was incorrect. The best thing to do is to practice with Ab Kuba beforehand and sort of get it down, but also keep in mind that when you're watching the recruits, sometimes they will go slower than the others. So make sure you get the timing down, and you will probably fail this uh, a couple times, but it's not too hard. Um, there have been reports that saying that getting 9 out of 10 will suffice, uh, but 8 out of 10 is not enough. And uh, it's also important to note, and really you can correct me if this is wrong, but for each of these mini-games, the more you fail, the next time you try, it gets easier and easier. Um, I didn't really notice that, because when I did the second mini-game, I failed the first time, and then I utterly got destroyed the second time, and then the third time I got it right, and it was definitely easier. But I think it's people are just saying it's easier just because you kind of know what to expect, mm, so and it, you have the experience. Not necessarily the difficulty gets lower, but you're more experienced, so it's uh, a little bit easier. I see, I see. All right, well, why don't you take us through the third phase of the mini-game? The third mini-game is probably the one you're going to fail a lot at. Um, basically, you have to take these three recruits that you've been uh, helping out that have the special rank, which you will find out about when you actually do this quest. Um, you have to help them on a one-way run through Balrin's Way, which is basically from the fountain all the way up to the entrance to the palace, I believe. Uh, basically, during the running scene, you can encourage the recruits. We would assume you have a whip, but we don't know. Um, Every time one of the recruits starts to fall two or three steps behind one of the other recruits, you should encourage them, and they will quickly run up to catch up to the other recruits. If you encourage them too much, they will actually get discouraged, and they won't run as well. So you don't want to encourage them too much, just as much as is required. Uh, as the run goes on, your encouraging them will get less and less effective. But basically, you have to try to make it so that all of them are at the end of the run by the time it's over. Yep. So it sounds pretty easy, but it's pretty tough. Uh, again, you'll probably fail this one a couple times, but uh, overall these things aren't hard so much as they are just annoying. And uh, when you finish, go back the next final deal day to Naja, and you will be rewarded with your Sergeant Major Wildcat badge and have five new assaults to tackle. One of the uh, with the the third mini game though, one of the things that I know because I went with a couple of people all the way up to first lieutenant and when we were all doing this a thing that came up of note was that with the running mini game it seemed that the lag in white gate would affect you even during the mini game and oh, that could uh, cause people to get screwed so like if you do get lagged a lot in white gate and you're trying to do this you might want to wait until a non-prime time or try to log on a little bit earlier when there's not that many people there and uh try to run through there but i know i did this one actually the first time 
I went through, but I think I cheated or something because the one recruit wasn't even on the screen when I ended, and it still gave me the one. <laughs> well, good for you. All right, so we're going to move into the assaults that you have to tackle now. And the first one is going to be in Liaojum Sanctum, and this one is called Azure Experiments. The Imperial Alchemists have developed various tissues to graft onto and strengthen the bodies of the Immortals, but they need test subjects for clinical experiments. Go lend your assistance. You have 30 minutes to complete this assault, and when you first join Zone In, there will be an NPC that you talk to. Now, by talking to him, he will graft a random tissue to you, which gives different bonuses and penalties, such as the Opu Opu Cerebral Tissue, which is max MP down by half, and then it also gives fast cast in 7 HMP. The Gobu Tissue gives an attack boost and a slow, which the attack boost is said to be 100%, and the slow is said to be 100% as well. Dragonfly Tissue, which is plus accuracy, ranged accuracy, and negative to attack and ranged attack. And Raptor Tissue, which is max HP down by half and movement speed plus 50%. Now, each time you get a tissue grafted onto you, one of four groups of Lamia will appear. Now, uh, from the room you are in, you will notice that there are three ways out of this room into the hallways, and they will randomly pop in one of those rooms. The groups are as followed. Black Mage and Ranger in the Northeast Tunnel. Black Mage, Ranger, and Corsair in the Southeast Tunnel. And then on the Northwest side, Black Mage, Ranger, and Corsair. And on the Southwest side, Black Mage and Corsair. Now these Lamia have high evasion, and the Prosectors are the Black Mages, and they always start with Ice Spikes. They cannot be slept or silenced, so you are always going to want them to be your first targets. Now the other Lamia can be slept, but they do have high resist rates. And though they have very large visual aggro and link range, it is possible to pull them individually if you're as good as Kahlo. No, that's bright. No. <laughs> <It did. laughs> uh, they do not hit very hard, which is you know obviously good because if you have the Raptor tissue, then your HP is going to be down by 50%. But you need to watch out for the Aga 3s from the Black Mage because those will still hit for full damage. Now, once you defeat a group of Lamia, talk to the NPC again to receive another random tissue and have another group of Lamia appear. Once you kill the Lamia group, that group will not re reappear for the rest of the assault. Go through all four sets of the Tissue Graphs mobs to unlock the Rune of Release at the start point, and it's really as easy as that. Um, as long as you know what you do and you know how to play your job, this assault can easily be completed in about 20 minutes by most healers with a combo of two DDs. you have anything to add to that, Velix? Um, when I did it, we made the unfortunate mistake of taking a Dark Knight, and you think a Dark Knight swings slow normally when they have a 100% <laughs> slow timer. It's like one swing a mob. Luckily, he was sub-samurai, so he had meditate, and he could actually weapon skill a couple times, but... Yeah, lower delay weapons are definitely a must, or at least recommended in this assault. You can do it without, but they'll be helpful. <laughs> I am totally going with a Nero when he does this. He just hit Sergeant the other day. Oh, he's getting close. Yeah, he's getting closer. <laughs> That's the real reason we had to do this uh, this episode. Because he uh, needs the next set? Was because he's, he needs the next set when he gets Sergeant Major. Yeah. How right. do I rank up? Yep, yep. All right, so uh, there's actually quite a few really good equipments that, that can uh, possibly be appraised from the chest here, the first of which is the Divisor Ring, which has a latent effect of accuracy plus 6 and attack plus 3. The latent effect is active when your main job is a multiple of 5. So you're basically looking at uh, more or less a sniper ring here, if, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, snipers have, uh, I think, accuracy with plus attack. 6. Yeah, and exactly, no, with uh, a little bit of attack. Stats. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it's definitely a good ring to have. 
Um, Plus, it's, it's level 30, so you can use it at really low levels, too. Yep, so exactly. It's definitely nice. Yep. Uh, there's also the Atarakactic Solia. I totally just butchered that. Um, now, the reason that I point these out is that uh, they have magic defense bonus plus 4 on them, as well as HP and MP plus 22. And uh, other than the obvious, the obvious enmity loss, those would be pretty good uh, in comparison to the Iron Ram Greaves. Uh, the defense is a bit lower, and uh, Velix, I mean, you'd have to tell me if, you know, losing three enmity is, uh, you know, beneficial in gaining one magic defense bonus. I don't know how, how any of that adds up, but I thought that... Yeah, well, it would depend what you're fighting, because, I mean, magic defense bonus is really only useful for specific sets of mobs anyways, like we're talking your Jailers of Love and stuff like mm -hmm. that, but um, you're probably going to want as much enmity as you can get on Jailer of Love, yeah, so... Yep. <laughs> so I thought that they were, uh, you know, something to to definitely note. So um, by completing this with three members, you'll get 1,000 assault points. You'll get 900 with four, 800 with five, and 700 with six members. Yep, and that uh, that brings us on to the next assault in our list, which is my favorite assault in all of assaults, Blitzkrieg. Uh, after shedding their skins, the Vamal Jaws gather at a festival to celebrate their new skills and dance until exhausted. This is the prime opportunity to catch them off guard. Effectively, if you've done, if you went to FanFest and you did the, um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was basically like 10 minutes of insanity with uh, a bunch of TP regen. Uh, yep. Where you just killed I, as yeah. many mobs. I can't remember what it's called. I, I actually did it either. The buddy, he had one of the cards and we did it later, but yeah, uh, it's basically I did that. It too. Um, Bloody Berserker. That's the title you get. Yep. Not from this, but from the no, no. The fan <laughs> uh, you have to eliminate at least 200 enemy monsters, but these are really, really easy. They have like 300 HP each, so a good uh, AOE weapon skill, or uh, like a blue mage can mm -hmm. take out a, a good chunk of them. Um, basically, when I when I always did this, we ran in. And we just stayed in that first drop-down room you can go to, and we tried to stay together because although they're not very strong and they don't have much HP, when you have 50 mobs attacking you, things can go bad really quickly if you don't have at least some form of support. So we usually took a red mage. My actual group that we went for this was just usually a monk for spinning attack. Uh, I went on paladin and used circle blade, and then we had a red mage for cures and phalanxes mm -hmm. and he did some dd as well just in case um basically there isn't much of a strategy kill everything as fast as possible and don't die um at some point around the halfway mark oh yeah you get um it tells you as you're killing like it'll say you know you've killed 50 enemies you've killed 100 enemies just so you kind of know and you don't have to try to keep track and wait until you just randomly win um at some point there is the possibility that an enamed an NM named the Blue Thunder Kakulja will appear. He's definitely a lot stronger. He's like 10 times stronger than the other mobs, so he has like 3.5k HP, and he's a blue mage. Um, if you kill him, then you get a temporary item which allows you to go rescue an NPC prisoner in the northeast camp, which will then spawn another 100 mobs that you can kill optionally. Um, I wouldn't count on that happening. In all the times that I did it, we only ever saw him twice. So out of like you know twenty four times or so, that's not doesn't happen that often. 
Uh, once you've defeated the initial 200, Rune of Release spawns. Go click the uh, Rune of Release, and you win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pretty easy. A couple things to note is occasionally a kill announcement will come with a temporary item, such as a body boost, mana boost, ah, yeah. ether, potions, Daedalus wings. Those definitely help. Uh, use them as soon as you get them, though, because you can get uh, doubles, but they won't stack. So if you have a Daedalus wing in your inventory and it says you receive a Daedalus wing, you won't have two. Uh, obviously, things such as Sleep Gut or Horde Lullaby are also very useful, and um, I would probably recommend uh, Scholar as your healer, being as he can give uh, AoE stone skin and such. would be very, very helpful in this type of situation. Um, and one more thing to note is uh, the person who actually deals the killing blow to, pl- to Blue Thunder Cockhold Jot will receive the key item, Black Scale Key, and by doing the optional 100 enemies, you get more assault points. Yeah. I actually, we didn't use a sleep because, as any paladin will know, when you get hit, you get TP. And when you're getting hit by mm-hmm. 60 or so mobs for one point of damage each hit, that's a lot of TP, and that equals a lot of weapon skills. It sure is, yep. Um, so, let's just go over the uh, assault points you get really quickly. These numbers aren't, um, they don't have the numbers for when you do the additional 100 mobs just because it happens so rarely that the numbers aren't readily active. If you beat the first wave for the first time with three members, you get 999 points. Four members, 900 points. Five members, 700 points. And six members is 467 points. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) uh, yeah. Definitely uh, a good low man. Uh, You can do it with, you know, three, four people easy. (laughs) Yep, definitely. Uh, A couple drops to note here, one of which is the curate's hat gives HP and MP plus 25 and MP recovered while healing plus 1. I know that there aren't too many uh, hats out there that give HMP, but uh, this is definitely one of them. And uh, the other one, which I know Velix was after for a long time. I don't know if you ever I got it. it. Oh, you, yeah, I You have did it. get it? The Sanguine <laughs> I, I Sword. It. HP and this, MP plus yeah. 20 and Vitality plus 4. So so that's uh, that's that's the best sword that you can, you can get right now? I mean... Honestly, in my opinion, it's the best sword you can get, like, for Paladin pre-Hot Claire, so... <laughs> nice, nice, very good. All right, so that's Blitzkrieg, another uh, pretty easy one as long as you keep on top of what you're doing. Uh, the next one is definitely a fun one. Uh, this one is no. <laughs> called Wamora Farm Raid. The enemy has begun raising swarms of Wamora in the Libros Caverns. If they reach adulthood, they would present a formidable threat infiltrate the Libros Caverns, and destroy them. And, of course, you have 30 minutes. And uh, this is basically another uh, hide and, or another seek-and-kill game where you are going to seek out the uh, Wamora Campus and, of course, just take them down. Uh, when you first enter, there will be 16 ranch Wamora Campers spread all across the map. Now, um, if you open your map and look, it's actually pretty easy to navigate through. The only difficulty you're going to have is in the north end, the path splits into three different rooms, and one of the Wamora Campa will either spawn in the northwest, northeast, or north center paths. And after a certain amount of time, one to three of the ranch Wamora Campers will evolve into a ranch Wamora, the giant sausage moths. Uh, they can all be aspered for you mages. Um, wide skin does work here to help eliminate the time wasted running down dead end passages. Uh, but if you have a thief who has flee or movement speed, that will also help very, 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 very much. So, um, a party setup of six jobs that need minimal healing and no downtime can do a great amount of damage in a short amount of time here. 
due to the fact that you you only get three seconds and the fact that these mobs are so spread out, I wouldn't recommend this for farming assault points, but um, for definitely getting the win, I would definitely recommend taking in uh, a full six. So uh, if you're looking at the map here, I'm going to sort of take you through what I have always found to be the best route. So hopefully, you know, you have a map pulled up here because otherwise you're going to be confused as hell when I try to tell you this. When you first zone in, you're going to be at I-9, and the path goes one way, takes a turn up, and then you're going to have a choice of going either west or north. To your immediate west are two of the Wamora Campra, so you're going to take them down and continue going west, ignoring the path to the south until you hit a wall, and that turns south to another Wamora Campra. Take that out and continue going down south, and you'll come to a giant cave room that has three of the Wamora Campra in them. Now, these things do link in aggro, I believe, so uh, it's recommended to pull them one at a time, killing them, taking them down. Uh, Barfira, or some type of uh, fire carol, is also highly recommended. When they do heat barrier, they get end fire and blaze spikes, and it's very, very nasty, so make sure you have some type of dispeller. After you take out those three, if you continue east, there is another small dead end room with a Wamora camper in it, so take him out and go back north. Not the way you came, but there should be another north path out of that room that comes up and hooks to the east where you have another Wamora Campra, so you're going to want to take that out. Now at this time, you will have killed eight Wamora Campra. You're going to want to go back up north to the first path that you had that I told you to skip and go west. So from that path, you're going to want to go up north, kill the Wamora Campra there, and then you're going to go directly west. Now as you're going west, you're going to want to run into another Wamora Campra and a path that goes north. Right here, this intersection is where your rune of release is going to spawn. So clear out that Wamora Campra, go up north, and you will come to a split in the road, one of which goes west and one of which goes east. Now the west one goes up to the northwest room. So at this point, you're going to want to send someone with flea or someone with movement speed, whoever can go fastest or whoever does the littlest damage, up that way to check and see if there's a Wamora Campra there. Hopefully there isn't. If there is, have him pull it back. The rest of your group is going to go to the east, and as they come down this path, they're going to run into two more Wilmora Campra, clear them out, start heading north, and you will come to another split in the road, one of which goes north, the other which goes west, and then veers north. Now, the one that goes west and veers north, there are at least two more Wilmora Campra, one halfway up the path and the other one in the final room. Now, the person that you sent a minute ago to check on the Wilmora Campra, it is going to spawn in one of three places, which we... Uh, Mentioned at the beginning, it will either be in the northwest, northeast, or north center path. Now, hopefully, you'll get lucky and it'll be in the north center since there's already a Remora up there, regardless. And it's around this time that you're going to start seeing the sausage moths in the last couple that you fight. Whoo! So, yeah. There, that's. A lot of killing. It basically. is. It's, it's a lot of killing. It's a lot of instructions, a lot of directions. Um, definitely make sure you look at a map on uh, FF Encyclopedia beforehand. Um, another note says that a party of six, two black mages, two healers, and two DDs can easily clear this. If the black mages take the northern half of the map, while the healers and DD take the southern half of the map. So, um, just in case you got a little confused during all of that, the rune of release is located at H8. It's pretty, it's pretty easy. Like, it, you could split up, or you could just go with a group. Yeah. Uh, your standard, you know... Birds, Calibri, Merit Party would probably be fine in this uh, level, yep. this event yep. here. Absolutely. Um, 
For a first clear, three members will get about uh, 1,750. Four members will get about 1,600. 1,400 for five members and 1,200 for six members. And uh, you have two items of interest here. Uh, the first of which is the Kumo Kirimaru, I believe. And I'm not a samurai, so Velux, you can have to tell me if this is actually any good or not. But uh, it's a great katana that enhances Zanshin effect, has critical hit rate plus five, and then versus Vermin, another plus eight. Uh, it's pretty good just by looking at it, but uh, what would really determine whether or not it gets pushed above some of the other great katanas is how much of a proc rate that Zanshin Enhance gives. Like, if it's only a little bit, then it's probably not better than some of the standard go-tos for Samurais, but uh, if it's definitely got some nice Zanshin proc rate, then... Uh, it might be worth going after. <laughs> All right, and uh, then next we have the Flan Smasher, which is a club usable by most of the uh, you know mage classes as well as paladin and monk and warrior, and it has accuracy and attack plus nine on it as well as magic attack bonus plus five. Now, of course, you probably wouldn't use this over any of the staves uh, as as a normal mage, but um, anyone any mages out there going for perhaps a DD build, this is just as good as either of the cudgels that you can get out on the fairy oh. from Selbina to Mahara. I hate those cudgels, man. So many white mages dragging me along to try to get those damn things. Lol, melee white mages. Yep. Yep, so that's uh, one more farm raid. Again, it's not necessarily that's very hard, it's just uh, one of those ones where if you don't know exactly what you're doing, you can time out very easily. Yep, uh, from there, we're going to go to defuse the threat. This is a different assault in our... Um, our little theme we've been having, which has basically been kill everything. Um, you don't really want to kill anything in this. Uh, the Lamia have hired Keycurn demolition experts to set landmines in Parika. You must eliminate this hazard for the soldiers. Basically, you have there are 15 mines, and you only have to defuse one mine to win the assault. Sounds easy, right? Well, no, it's not. It's Basically, you run around, and all the mines are invisible until you get close to them. Once you get close to them, you will hear a kachink. Uh, well, it'll actually say it in your menu, and that means that the timer has been activated, and you have 30 seconds to find the bomb until it explodes. It's basically like a hot and cold. You have to use your uh, chat buffer to kind of narrow down where the bomb is at. Uh, the number of dots after the kachink will help determine how close you are. The fewer dots, the closer you are. If you're extremely close, it will be an exclamation point, and the bomb should appear if you stop moving and just take a couple little steps around to find it. Once it appears, you click it, and it'll deactivate. Um, it's very difficult, because Some, sometimes you will run right over a bomb, and it won't appear, and then it'll appear behind you two seconds later and explode sort of thing. It's it's very finicky and very picky about whether or not the bomb will actually ex be there or not. While you're trying to do this, there are keykerns running around, the keykern demolishers, or the keykern miners, sorry. Um, they're pretty easy. They don't have much health, but they're keykerns, and they do have those rather annoying keykern attacks, amnesias, you know, uh cut purse or whatever it is that takes off a piece of your gear, terrorizes, stuff like that. They're basically just a waste of time, so you're going to want to try to avoid them as much as you can. But if you get one bomb, then the Rune of Release will spawn, and any bombs after that are just for points. So that's basically all you have to do. If all the bombs explode, then you lose the assault. Yep, so uh, definitely one of the easier ones to complete when you're trying to rank up, but not one that we would suggest for farming assault points. No, definitely not. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
the amount of assault points you get for three members is 1600 four members is 1440 five members is 1280 and six members is 1120 however uh this is if you get all bombs um and uh, the bombs are, or the points are obviously based on how many bombs you defuse. So keep that in mind. And there are uh, a few uh, drops to note from the triple question mark item. The first of which is the sniper's collar, which has ranged accuracy plus six, ranged attack plus five, enmity negative one, and subtle blow plus one. That's level sixty nine for all jobs. Uh, definitely something to look in for. And that'd be pretty good for, for like rangers Ranger. and stuff. Yep. If yep. you can't get a peacock's charm or something, mm-hmm. yeah. Or you're um, lazy and you don't want to go camp Argus. Come on, people. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, next is the ice gauntlets. Uh, strength plus four, vitality plus four, accuracy plus four, and MP recovered while healing plus one. Physical damage, ice spikes effect, wearable at 52 by Paladins and Dark Knights. Uh, I mean, that looks pretty good to me, but I don't know if there's... be a nice weapon skill piece for Dark Knight at that level, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe? I don't, know, I, don't I don't know if it's something that, you know, Paladins would use or not or if they have, if they, if they have something At better. that level, maybe, because I don't think, if I remember correctly, the hands for... Paladin AF for like 56 or 54 or something, so it could be a couple levels if you had them. Mm-hmm. All right, and our last and final mission for Sergeant Major is called Lost and Found, and this takes place in Ilaruzi Atoll. It says the Empress's uncle, Bashlab, visited Ilaruzi Atoll in secret and lost his ring, the Eye of Zahak. Escort the royal family's hired agent through Ilaruzi Atoll to find his lost ring. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the most annoying assault that I can think of to date. It's basically a hot and cold game. Um, I believe there there are enemies, but uh, they're really they're very easy to uh, to avoid. Uh, they are not true sight or true sound, but uh, the the kelp crab and the kelp kolshadra are all ag- they both aggro and they both aggro by sound so if you have sneak up you will be fine but basically what you're going to do is you're going to try and find a ring by locating and touching triple question marks throughout the area now this is a game of hot and cold that you are playing with the npc that you're escorting you first talk to the npc named tntn and she will follow you fairly closely making uh making escorting the easiest part of this mission uh if one of your teammates talks to her she will follow them instead so she follows the last person to talk to them once you grab the NPC, you can exit off either end of the ship. Uh, watch out for the, ca- the, the Krakens that are spread around. Uh, when you talk to the NPC, she'll pause for a moment and tell you what she feels. Uh, her message comes in varying degrees from, I don't think we'll find anything around here, to, yes, it's very, very close. When you get the message, it's very, very close, target around and try to find a triple question mark. If you don't see it immediately, move around a little and speak to the NPC again. The triple question marks appear and disappear very quickly each triple question mark appearing for a shorter time than the previous. Now, the results from touching a triple question mark can be any of the following. A crab. The crab is very weak, but hate is locked on whoever touches it. Seaweed, which gives a weight effect. A hint, which could be footprint, strand of hair, etc. These are not items. They're just messages you get from the triple question mark, or it can be the eye of Zahak. Now, when you find a hint, your NPC will gain a new ability. If you have no hints, you just get the hot or cold messages. One hint, the NPC will tell you which member of your party is closest to the ring. Now, once you get this ability, you can start using triangulation to find the triple question mark. And two hints, she will give you exact directions, such as north, south, northwest, etc., where you can find the ring. At this point, her hot and cold directions are actually misleading, and you should focus on your number one and number two hint abilities. 
If you get three hints, the NPC will tell you how far you are from the ring in yalms. Uh, Ten yalms is about one to two seconds of running. So, yeah. Basically, this this game doesn't get any easier. Even when you have all the hints, it still seems like it's pretty random. Um, it's really luck-based, basically. Because yeah. you could go and just keep getting hints and hints and hints and just never find the damn thing. I know... Uh, the group of people I did it with, they had done it, I think, two times earlier in the day before I had logged on to try to beat it, and they couldn't even get the eye as a hog. They just kept getting hints, and then they would time out, and then I got in there, and it was just it was the first triple question mark, so it really just depends on luck at this point, not necessarily how good you are at finding a triple question mark. Yep. Uh, of course, once you do find it, the rune will appear at the start point, and uh, it should be noted that when you get to the point where the Eye of Dahak is popping around, the triple question mark is only up for two seconds or more before it pops somewhere else. And uh, someone on the wiki has said that uh, once it depops, you'll have to speak to the NPC again to pop it. Otherwise, there's no point in tabbing around for the final triple question mark. So if she says that it's very close and you see a triple question mark but it disappears, you'll have to talk to her again. So having someone to constantly be talking to the NPC uh, could help you very much. And of course, if you beat this one, you get 1,000 for three members, 900 for four members, 800 for five, and 700 for six members. The only piece of equipment that's really of any note, um, which I don't necessarily would be used, but I thought was pretty interesting, was the Sadhu Bracelet, which if you have no food effects active, you get double attack plus 2% and haste plus 1%. That is a level 60 for Warrior Paladin, Dark Beast, Samurai, and Ninja. And uh, not that uh, complicated, just incredibly annoying for mm-hmm. some of them. All right, so that wraps up your Sergeant Major rank. If you follow all of our advice and uh, definitely do your homework and research beforehand, you shouldn't have too much of a problem with it. Um, now, usually, this is the point in the show where we go over, you know, some of the things such as, you know, we talked about small equipment rewards, uh, Yig gear, Apollo on gear, Amir gear. Uh, but for this episode and uh, probably the next episode or two we don't really have anything uh anything extra to talk to you about so yeah that wraps it up and uh, definitely tune in next time for chief Chief sergeant sergeant that's right the rank of chief sergeant the last of your sergeant ranks in case you were getting tired of it yep so uh until next time make sure you check out our website at limitbreakradio.com sign up on the forums you know come and have a good time with everybody make fun of Felix for being canadian uh, there's a lot of stuff you can do. Definitely Never check- should have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely check out uh, our other uh, network shows, like He Says, She Says, uh, Elegantly Edwith, the new VNN, and Simply Juxta, as well as uh, Limit Breaking News. And our show survey is still up. Is it still there? It is. It is. It, yeah, it's still. That, that's what we, I said. We do listen to what you guys have to yep. say, too. Yeah. Well, well, well me and Kahlo don't, but everybody else does. <laughs> more, more like a Nero does. Yeah, but uh, definitely, and 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 actually, what what you need to do, okay, is is go and take that show survey, all right? Because if you do, if you do take that show survey, there's a chance, all right, a small chance, very minute, very minuscule, but there is a chance that a million gill update hat that a million shut up <laughs> that a million gill could show up in your delivery box. There's a chance. Okay, and and you know what, Felix, I've been busy. Okay, yeah. I no no I've been busy. All right, I I, I there's a couple other writing projects that uh, I've been that I that I've been doing. You know, updating my blog. Um, 
If you go over to ring3.blogspot.com, Ring3, uh, who is a notorious old ranting man from Blue Garter Forums, has started to take on various writers uh, to help turn his blog into more of an uh, information source. Uh, not so much in the sense of the wiki and whatnot, but uh, it's constantly being updated with all kinds of articles. Um, anything from you know what's going on in the community to what types of exceptional pieces of gears you should look into and why. Uh, there's also uh, crafting expertise, uh, care of uh, Qtipus of the Odin server, and also articles on how to manage endgame and link shell events and whatnot. There's all types of stuff there for everyone, so definitely at least give it a look, check it out. Um, and yeah, uh, Honor Amongst Thieves will continue updating soon at some eventually. point. Eventually. It's Velix's fault. He psyched me out about it. I was all ready to go, but then he, like, you know, started saying all this stuff and totally got me worried, and now I'm afraid that I'm gonna let him down. So, you can send all of your hate mail to Velix's email address. I don't know what it is. What, what's yeah, your... you have no idea what it is. Alright, so instead, <laughs> just spam his uh, inbox on the forums. Just PM him, yell at him about it, because it's his fault. And uh, that's enough of that. So, until next time, I'm Kahlo. He's Velix, and today he doesn't get an outro. Final Fantasy Tetramaster and Vanadilla registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and playing line of trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.